What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. Ooh, right. All right. We are so happy you guys are here live. If you're not, then we're really sad. You have to watch or listen to this after the fact because all of the goodness happens in the chat. As but are you but but are you sad that they're in that they're watching this on YouTube? I am sad they missed it live. Yes. Not sad you're watching it on YouTube. Yes. Grateful you're here. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get into today's conversation because we have Let's a lot talk to talk about, about how yesterday I almost caught a shark. But what happened? When we were fishing. I swear I almost caught a shark. There's no evidence to confirm or deny that it was a shark, but I'm pretty sure my sixth sense tells me I almost caught a shark. Yesterday we went fishing and we had these little, I had a little sardine bait to catch a red snapper. I said, hold on, I'm here to catch a shark. So not to keep it or eat it, just wanna say I caught a shark. And so I caught a red snapper so that I could catch a shark. It was my plan. And when I pulled it up, it was just the head. Something got the body. I think it was a shark. I'm pretty sure it was a shark. Okay. Anyways, so like in Vegas, almost doesn't count. <laughs> First golden <laughs> nugget of the day. Okay, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about weight loss. But when we say weight loss, we're really talking about a transformation of body in some way that, wow, earthquake, McGee. Um, we're talking about, um, improving body composition in a way that makes you healthier, more confident, and more badasser. That's now a word if it wasn't before. Badasser. So today we're going to be talking about the things that you're going to need to confront in order to see the needle moving forward. And the reason we thought about this is because a lot, like... Based off of the fact that there are how many people who are like on a diet at any given time, average, Google knows, you know, but the percentage of people that completely make it to where they had originally intended, maintain it, or even just continue getting better. Like, let's be real. There's two kinds of people. And I've been both where we lose weight. The one is I lost weight, gained back right went backwards then there's the ones that lose the weight initially and keep getting better there is no i stay the same because in order to get to where you want it to be if you did it right which is what we're going to talk about today then you just keep moving forward and keep getting better you don't ever just stop and stand still if you do that you're getting worse so how many people an estimated 45 million americans go on a diet each year and spend $33 billion each year on weight loss products. $33 billion. Billion. 
So why do 45 million Americans need to go on a diet each year? Every year. How about the ones who are just don't even, who need to go on a diet, who just don't I would on it? I would say that 44 million and 900,000 and 999 of them are counted in every one of those years, unfortunately. But we are here to improve the world around this topic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I want you first, I don't even know if this has anything to do with it, but I want you to try to calculate the amount of money that you've spent trying to lose weight. So however many years you've been trying to do it, whatever programs you invested in, whatever pills or vitamins or shakes you got, whatever um, coaches count, we count. If y'all have invested in us, we count. Uh, Thank you, by the way, for trusting us. Um, Personal trainers, educational products or like information products online, workout programs, anything that you purchased with the intention of it helping you to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Books, uh, recipe books, anything like that. Mm-hmm. 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 And we'll just, the number's probably astonishing to all of us. Yeah. Okay. okay. So there is, there's a couple of things that you need to confront if you actually want to start dropping some weight or use whatever word is friendly to you based on your goals. Okay. The first thing that you're going to have to confront is that you have to be committed and you have to recommit every single day. Most people, the reason why most people, the reason why 99% of the people who try to get on a diet each and every year who end up spending all this money end up still not achieving this goal, their goals is because they're not actually committed. And just because you're committed one day doesn't mean that you're committed all the days. You have to be committed every single day with every single thought, with every single action, with every single habit that you're working on, fixing, improving, getting rid of. It doesn't matter. Without commitment, you're never going to achieve any results because without commitment, there is no action. Or maybe there is action, but it's the wrong type of action. There's two definitions that I want to talk about in regards to this. Okay. Because when we were sitting down thinking about this topic, we were like, what are the, why, why do people struggle with this so much? And so we're like, well, there's a real issue that, that isn't being confronted most of the time. And that issue is different for everybody. So our idea is to go through what these different issues, he's so cute, what these different issues are so that if it's something that pertains to you or that you can relate or resonate with, then you have now an open mind and ability to say, do I want to change this? So in regards to the commitment, there's a difference between being interested and being committed. Mm. Interest. The state of wanting to know or learn about something or someone. I want to know or learn says nothing about do. Okay. Interest. So the first thing you have to do is ask yourself, am I just interested in this or am I committed? Commitment. The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, etc. An engagement or obligation that restricts freedom of action. To some degree, yes. There has to be a restriction of action. There also needs to be 
an additional action. You got to give something up to get something. Mm -hmm. But if you're committed, it doesn't feel like you're giving something up because you are committed to the thing that is going to come from what you gave up. Make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. So that's point number one. You have to be committed and you have to stay committed. I want to give you guys a real life example of just how uncommitted people are by, by using stats that, that Aaron and I track and stats that we know. And all of you guys, if you go on our YouTube, you're going to be able to see how people are just not even, I've have a hard time committing to one thing for 14 days. One thing. Okay. Okay. So while you're looking that up, okay. You, the first thing you want to do is like, if you want to change your body, if you want to improve the health status, body composition, the amount of fat that you have on your body or what have you, ask yourself the first question and answer it truthfully. Am I actually committed or is it just something that would be nice? Because if it would just be nice, you're not, there's, it's, there's not enough substance to continue on the journey when things get difficult. If you're committed you get creative no matter what comes in your way and you're going to push things aside. You're going to say no to people. You're going to cut people out of your life, put them in the back seat. You're going to uh, create a discipline that you've never had before. And all of these things can happen, you know, one piece at a time. So it doesn't have to be extreme, but when you are committed, you find a way. And when it would be nice, you find a way out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're committed, you find a way. When it would be nice, you find a way out. I just made that up and it felt so powerful and you didn't respond. So I had to repeat it. Thank you guys, for those of you who still didn't get it, when you are committed, you will find a way. And when you are, when it would just be nice, you find a way out. Yep. So let's take, for example, our 14 day rise above workout program. Who's done it? Me. Drop me in the comments if, if you've done it and you've completed it. Okay, we're just talking about a 14-day... Comment rise above boss. A 14-day bodyweight program. Now, I'm not saying that it's easy by any means. I'm just saying that it's bodyweight. So do know that. On day one, we had 26,049 views. Day one, 26K. Meanwhile, on day 14, we had... 1,892. So like, so what is the drop off rate? 26,000 to 1,900. You guys, the drop off rate is 93%. 93%? Yeah. Oh, I see. Point 93% of the people who started the rise above did not even complete it. We're just talking about like one thing. We're not even talking about other things. That are, that are a part of the weight loss cycle. 7% followed through for 14 days. Just 14. Congratulations to you if you've completed it. You guys, this is crazy. So let's transition into the next one. Like you have to commit and you have to recommit. Okay? Most people by day three, they're like, oh, I'm sore. Oh, whatever. So what do they do? They start, they start doing this thing that's called making excuses. Compromise. Yeah. You don't compromise when you're committed. Oh, when you're committed to your partner. Oh, but, uh, you know, I can go sleep with this person because whatever. Okay, bye. <laughs> when you're making excuses, what it really comes down to is that you're not being real with yourself. 
You're not being real with your highest self. Just because you're sore today does not actually mean that you can't get your ass to work out. You but most it. people stop at the excuse mark. And then what happens? They don't continue to commit to themselves, right? Like commitment, like it is easier to make commitment a habit after you've practiced it for a longer period of time. It is easier to be committed to working out after you've worked out for a hundred days versus after you've worked out for three days. Yes. Commitment is something that only keeps on growing the more consistent you become. But you have to watch out and, and watch yourself from making excuses because here's the thing. We have this thing that's called a day. And in your day, you have a lot of complexities, a lot of adversities, all of which are opportunities to either bring out the committed person in you or your little bitch you to either make excuses or follow through. We all have a committed us and a little bitch us. Yeah. We all do. You know, and we have a choice to make. That's really all it comes down to. Yes, you're going to be sore. Yes, you're going to get out of work late. Yes, um, you know, maybe on after day three, your body's going to need more time to recover and you're going to be tired and you'll want to sleep in. But either way, you have a choice to make. Am I going to choose to stay committed and do what's in the moment the harder thing for the sake of the greater good? which means me staying committed, committed and following through? Or am I going to make an excuse of, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I ran out of time. Oh, I'm sore. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just writing thoughts. I'm thinking through the reasons why we have trouble staying. No, commitment's commitment and it doesn't change. Um, but, you know, one area that What is going that gets, on here? You're left-handed and you're using it backwards. <laughs> when you use the mouse upside down it doesn't work the right way it turns out um there's a there's a, a for one any journey you embark on that has a destination of desire there's going you're going to have adversity 100% of the time every time zero questions asked never fails there will be adversity there will be um inconveniences 100% of the time, every time. There will be people that will try to uh, keep you from being successful and mostly unintentionally aware or um, unconsciously aware that that's what they're doing. Um, so that's the most dangerous is the people who are closest to you that begin making comments. You guys, you guys, we've been through this. Just have a bite. Why aren't you having a dessert? Oh, are you allowed to eat this? You're not allowed to eat this. Oh, this is so good. Those people. I'm sure they're good people, <laughs> but it's irritating when you're on a mission and you hear it all the time. So, um, I just really love food, Erin. I just so really love food. I'm a foodie. Hold on. So there's, so there's that. And then there's also our, our perception of what it is that we're actually doing because if you're focused so much on the outcome only and not what is happening in the process of the outcome, you never enjoy any of the process and no wonder you wouldn't stick to it because you're not, you're not having fun in any of it because your idea is so focused and fixated on a number on a scale or on what size of clothes or this outcome 
rather than just continuing on the journey. If you didn't know how long it should take you, but you knew you were doing the right things and there was no such thing as a scale, I bet you that immediately would increase the, um, the percentage of people who are successful. Because you think that if I can't do everything perfectly, fuck it all. If I mess up, well then, I already shat the bed today, so I might as well eat everything or not work out or start tomorrow or whatever it is. I've been there. I've said all of those things and it holds people back so hard. And when you are committed, um, then you realize that's okay. Like in my perspective, like not every day is going to feel like my best day. But did I do my best with the circumstances that unfolded along my day? And did I do better than I would have done, you know, a couple weeks ago in a similar circumstance? Yes. Good. I'm doing great. Progress over perfection. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk about what disappointment is real quick. Disappointment? Yeah. Like how it, how does it happen? So mechanically disappointment happens when the expectation and the reality is off. So let's say if your expectation is that, you know, if let's say you start to eat better or work out 10 days in a row, you're going to lose 10 pounds. And then you step on the scale and you're like up one pound. You're like, oh, shit's not working. And then you give up. But is that true? And do you have all the knowledge and all of the information to tell you that, you know, what's happening is actually not what it should be or is it just your flawed expectation that's creating a story in your head that's now you know could contribute to to you messing up yep um disappointment sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations mm -hmm. but you have to ask yourself where did i get the expectation from yeah where did i get this information from? something i heard somebody i compared myself to something that somebody else achieved so I should be able to achieve, something that I read that I believe to be the truth. Um, what is the expectation that if you've set the expectation for yourself, then it's beautiful because you have the opportunity and the choice to change what the expectation is mm -hmm. or to let go of and detach from whatever the outcome may be and do what you know is right. Yeah, That would be integrity to self. If somebody else set the expectation, then that's different because you don't have control over what somebody else tells you, promises you, says to you, right? So if you go in, somebody's like, lose this amount of weight in this much time. And you're like, okay, I'm going to sign up for that. They set that expectation, but you still had the option to buy into it. This is why we get so frustrated and why we're so passionate about doing what we do the way that we do it. Because people like this set false expectations, help you to set false expectations for yourself. And then when you believe them, you have a disappointment that is so completely unnecessary. Because even if you're doing the right things and you step on the scale and the expectation that you had wasn't met, you feel like everything that you did is now completely invalidated. And it is so far from the truth. You ate well, you had discipline. You said no to things when you didn't want to, or, you know, it would have been easier to say yes. You, um, prioritized your time, your workouts and your planning ahead so that you could eat well. You did all these things. And somehow when you step on the scale and because an expectation was set that wasn't met, now all of that becomes like it was not good is so frustrating. And so my heart breaks 
anytime that happens to any of you. So the goal is to find the beauty and the blessing in what you're doing, knowing that you are treating yourself with the most respect, following through with the promises that you made to yourself, detaching from what you believe the outcome may be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing that you're going to have to confront is your fears. You know, some people, most people fear failure because we're brought up in this society that if you fail, you're a failure or maybe your fear of success or your fear of, I don't know, but you have to confront your fears. Your fear of, I don't know, is a fear, right? I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. This morning it happened to me, but the fear of, I don't know when I, when I went for, for the heavy five. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's, am I going to die? That's the question I always ask myself. You have to dig. Am I going to die? You know, when it comes to your fears, you really have to dig. Like, why do I have this fear? What do I need to do in order to, to move away from it? Whose help do I need in order to move away from it? How can I do this one thing to start moving away from it? You know, um, most people fear failure and most people fear success. And that is why you see so many times for one people, those people who fear failure, let's say you've been great for 10 days and then you weren't perfect. You fucked up. Then what ends up happening afterwards is a whole cyclone of you fucking up even more because your fear of failure is actually triggering like multiple other terrible habits or your fear of success. How many people who, who, you know, let's say it's like, they always tell you every time you see them, they're like, Oh, I'm on this diet. I'm trying to lose weight. Like 150 is their thing. Like they're stuck on this 150. And then, you know, like they're good for a couple of months. You see them right around springtime. They've been good all winter. And you're like, Oh, wow, you look great. And they're like, yeah, I'm at 153, so close to to 150. It's like, as soon as they get really close to it, then they bounce right back. Why? This is like one of my favorite things to talk about. Because when you see success or when you experience success, your standards are now increased. You can't continue behaving the way that you did leading up to. You have to do even better. You don't get it. You don't get to stop. Right. Or else, you know, you go backwards. Yeah. So now you think, oh shit, this happened with us. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't, I don't feel like it's ever happened with my body, but I, it has happened definitely with, with money. When you reach a new height and you're committed to new things, I'm like, shit, I know what I had to do to get to there. Now I've got to maintain that activity or, you know, maintain, I've got to, um, increase whatever, if I want to continue to be better. And so it's this fear of like, oh shoot, well, if I set a new standard in any way, if I set a new standard now, whatever it took for me to get there is not what it's going to take for me to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. That's scary. Yeah. What am I, it it goes back. It's like a new cycle, but the cycle, you can either go in an upward trajectory or down. And then back up and then down and then back up and then down. And you never reach beyond where you've reached before unless you are committed. Because if you are committed, you are willing to figure out what do I need to do to get to the next step after this? 
I want to share some more insight with regards to the relationship between fear of failure and fear of success. You can never get yourself to a point where you're achieving new heights and new successes if you can't get away from overcoming your fear of failure. Because mm. every new height of success always happens after some kind of failure. And the reason why, you know, most people don't even get past the initial part is because they don't know how to handle failure. And once failure hits, then they retreat. So if you're one of the, those people who've failed, but you still stayed in the game, awesome. Now your next thing is confronting your fear of success. And the cycle continues, right? Because after you fail, you now give yourself an opportunity for success. You become more successful. You're, you're like, whoa, the more successful you become, the, the higher are the highs and the lower are the lows. And that's something that nobody ever talks about. That's why like, you know, any Super Bowl champ or whatever sport you watch, it's like, you know, like that feeling of winning the Super Bowl is amazing. You guys know that I always use Tom Brady analogies. But like after the Super Bowl, he goes into one month of just like feeling low because when the highs are so high, the lows right after it are so low. And you have to learn to, to handle that and get through it and over time overcome it. It's a good testimony to the fact that human beings, as a human being, you need purpose. When you're fighting to win the Super Bowl, you have a very defined purpose. You have a very defined target goal that you're aiming for. You know what you need to do to get there. You're working your ass off and the focus is all on this one thing, one thing, and there's tunnel vision. But what happens when you reach that, where does the vision go? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh, now I don't have purpose. I just achieved it. So this also like the importance of continuing to create purpose. You know, I think there's a lot of people, especially in our community, like, I don't know what my purpose is. It, it grows, it develops, it evolves, it, you know, you just, you, it's about finding the things that you lose track of time doing and what struggles you've overcome that you have the desire then to help other people overcome. Mm -hmm. That is like every human being wants to do that. I want to turn my mess into my message and if you're not continuously giving yourself a purpose or an intention for something, then you are susceptible to more lows because you don't have your focus on anything. Yeah. Yeah. The next part, you're going to have to confront your blind spots, things that you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And the wise know how much they don't know. But the arrogant thinks that they know everything and that's why they end up never achieving anywhere. Danger. Like those people who always give you like nutrition advice and workout advice. I know that if you've ever gone to the gym, there, there's got to be a, that, that one person. They've looked the same for five years. In fact, they're probably like 100 pounds overweight, not to sound harsh, but to tell, but, you know, but, but to speak the truth. And, you know, they will keep on telling you all the things that they know, but I'm like, all right, but what are you doing with it? So you have to confront your blind spots because we all have so many things that we don't know. And that is why Aaron and I, we've, we've got mentors ourselves. Any successful person 
or anybody who strives to be successful. I think that success is something that we all make up in our head um, because our vision of success looks different for anybody, for everybody. Um, but we are aware that there's so much that we don't know. And that's why we have mentors who help us to, ra- to raise our ceilings and, and provide us tools and techniques in order to, you know, go from here to here constantly. I think the most, the biggest threat to all success is thinking that you know enough. Yeah. Um, because you know enough to get to where you are, but you don't know enough to get to where you want to be. Yeah. To go from where you are now to where you want to be, you have to do something different. You have to learn more, gain new skills, um, get different perspective, get different mentors, get you, you have to experience new things. You have to live through the adversities of that next step, that next level up. And let go of what you currently know. Like letting go of what you currently know is a bigger problem. I would say in today's society, because there's so much misinformation out there, than knowing what it is that you do need to know. So expand on that because there are a lot of things I don't want to let go of that I know, but those things have been proven to work. Why would I want to let go of that? What you're talking about is letting go of what you think you know that you've tried and hasn't worked. Yes. Yes. Thank you for expanding on that. Yeah. Um, Because it's just this artillery that just keeps building right? I, I know this. Why? I've used the information. I've applied it well. I've found success in it. Ta-da. Now what do I need to know to get to the next place? I don't want to forget that information if it worked. Sure. And I oh, oh, kind of part of me doesn't want to forget what didn't work because I know now if somebody else is going to go into that and experience that, I'll be like, wait, 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 wait. You can do that if you want to, but I tried it and... A lot of people have tried it and it hasn't been successful. So it's up to you if you want to go down that path and, you know, learn for yourself. Sometimes it's just the best way and we've got to make mistakes to learn. But, you know, I think that all the information you have, true or false, helps you to be more well-rounded, helps you to be a better person. But what you do need to be, you need to be willing to let go of things that you think you know that aren't getting you to where you want to be, which is what, what, which is what I believe you're trying to say. Yes, yes, yes. That are not serving you. Yeah. And I think we see it happen very, very often with weight loss. Um, for all of you people who are scared of carbs, Mm. you need to let go of the fear of carbs in order to improve your relationship on carbs. The reason why I'm talking about that is because I know that that is a very big fear that a lot of you guys have. Where did that fear come from? From the rise of the, of the keto. First it was Atkins. There's probably something even yeah. before that. Low fat. Yeah. Uh, sorry, low carb, Atkins, keto, all the same mm, to varying degrees, but whatever, you get it. Yeah. If you're scared to eat an apple, there's a problem that needs to be confronted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless it's poisoned yeah. by a wicked witch. Yeah. Eat this apple. Yeah. We see that in, in money a lot of the time. Yeah, make a lot of money in a little bit of time. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, or, you know, th- like... Or money buying happiness. Right, or um, um, like money doesn't grow on trees. You gotta... 
You gotta oh. have money to make money. Like it gives you a perception that disables your ability to get creative to figure out how can I do this? Yes. Right? It's somebody else putting an idea in your head that you can or can't do something uh, rather than rather than allowing you to make your own assessments mm -hmm. of what you can and can't do. Try them and then see if it works. And with your relationships too. But I mean, it, that's tricky to get around because it's like if we seek help, then we're doing a good job. Unfortunately, right. just there's a lot of help that isn't helpful. <laughs> there's a lot of help that isn't helpful. Sure. Yeah, for money and for weight loss or fat for loss. For anything, for anything, especially in this information era. And then the next thing is confronting the fact that if you want a different result, you have to act differently. You can't try doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Albert Einstein calls that the basically insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the result to be different. It's like, if you've tried the same thing three times and obviously it doesn't work, why try doing it again? If you've tried unlocking your car the same way three times, why try do it again? Um, yeah, so to bring it back around full circle, the intention of today's conversation is, you know, if we want to lose weight for whatever the reason is, it's important to confront the real problem. It probably doesn't have anything to do with food itself. Um, it probably doesn't have to do with the people around you or your environment. The real problem. There's only one. There's one real problem. And though these things can contribute to making it difficult for you to lose weight, they are not the problem. They are what you are blaming. You are the problem. But you're also... The solution. The solution. So the number one question that we can go back to, which we talked about in the beginning, is would it be nice or am I committed? And let your actions speak louder than your words. And, and honestly, like just be real with yourself because if it would just be nice, you're not, you're, you're going to continue to struggle and you're not ready. You're not ready. So why, why continue the struggle? If you're not ready, you're not ready. If you're committed, nothing will get in your way. It will be hard, given, 100%. It's going to be difficult. Sorry, not difficult. Simple, not complicated, but not easy. There's a difference between complicated and easy. Mm -hmm. Easy is with ease, mm -hmm. with very little resistance. Mm -hmm. Complicated is intertwined and difficult to understand. It's not difficult to understand. But are you committed or would it just be nice? And once you're committed and you can fully wholeheartedly say that, your actions will prove whether or not you are committed. Mm -hmm. And not everybody's ready right now to commit. That's okay. What will it take for you to be ready to commit? Mm. It's, not your, it's not your environment. All the stars don't have to be aligned. You have no control over aligning the stars unless you're God. So what does it take within you internally for you to be committed. And I want to talk about the fact that with commitment comes creativity. If you're committed, you will always find a way. If you're not committed, you'll always make an excuse. You'll find a way out. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add? Nope. All right, you guys. And today we talked about some weight loss mindset, golden nuggets, 
If I, you fit, go ahead. I want to ask you guys because it fires us up. Like we're here for you guys. It fills our soul to be able to share the information that we've learned, that we've struggled through, that we have failed plenty of times on, but have found success. It fills our souls to be able to share that with you in hopes that even just one person will hear something today that makes a massive transition in their life. So what I would love, please help me to fill my soul by sharing with us what is something that you took away from this conversation? Mm -hmm. If you are watching this on YouTube, drop it in the comments right now. Like what's one thing that really just like punched you? Not in a bad way, but just like, whoa, you know, like took you back a little bit. Like you won't forget it. Um, if you're on uh, Facebook, if you would click the little share button when this video is over, share it to your page and just type out one thing or even post to our group. What's one thing you took away from today? It makes us so excited to be able to come back knowing that we're actually helping you guys and we don't actually know unless we can hear it or see it from you. Um, and I just want to know, like, do you guys legit like enjoy this? What did you take away from it? What value are you getting from it? And how can we continue to serve you with the things that we've overcome? And that's my ask. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, the reason why we show up for you guys each and every day is to add value to you because we know that we have the answer that the world needs to listen to because there is so much misinformation out there and you know what like um metabolic conditions what are metabolic conditions anything that's related to chronic disease weight gain obesity that these are all metabolic conditions there are real problem in the world like that is a real pandemic. Like every country is severely overweight and it leads to, you know, like the top 10 killers, uh, which are all related to chronic disease. So, you know, if you know of anybody who's in your life who, you know, keeps wanting to lose weight and they just, they don't have the access to the right tools and information, you know, just pay it forward. This is why we do what we do because we know that we have the answer. We're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Nothing is going to stop us because we know that this is our purpose. Um, but of course, Committed. We, we understand that to move a mountain, we need an army and there is no better army out there than the ENS army. So, you know, if you're loud and proud to be a part of the ENS army, just share this message with the world so that more people can actually hear the truth that the world needs to hear so that we can put a stop to this um, global pandemic of, you know, just compromised metabolic conditions. And, you know, we thank you guys for spending your time with us this morning. Hashtag um, ES Army. ES Army. And you guys, we have a challenge coming up. Not going to tell you what it is, but some of you have done it before. Yes, we will share with you guys more information about that over the next couple of days. Other than that, remember that today is Monday, which means that tomorrow is Tuesday. Tuesday is Q&A day. So go ahead and drop your comments in the form so that we can answer all of your questions. In the meantime, be great, friends. And here's to you staying committed. 
having no time for excuses and taking ownership for all the things. Take care, you guys. See you on day. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.